This is the Clonmel Podcast with Mark Whelan. Hello, it's Mark here and welcome to the Clonmel Podcast, episode 164 for this Friday, yes, the 2nd of February. You'd be glad to know January is well and truly gone. I think there was about 47 days in January this year, was it? <laughs> it seems like that. And it's the Bank Holiday Weekend, the St. Bridget's Bank Holiday Weekend. So how was your week? Hope it went well. I know the coursing is on in town this weekend as well. Always a busy time in Clonmel. Apple Green service stations are giving away free coffee this Bank Holiday Monday between 2 and 5pm to help combat driver fatigue. I know they were doing it today, Friday, in conjunction with the RSA. A new town bus booklet timetable became available this week from a number of locations in town, including the museum, swimming pool, library, credit union, and of course from the bus drivers themselves. That's a great service, by the way. It really, really is. The Tipperary University Hospital was under pressure this week due to an influx of patients at the emergency department. So we've been asked now to only go there if it's a genuine emergency. We also found out this week that Shauna O'Keefe's scheduled fight for tomorrow, Saturday, has been cancelled after opponent Nikola Izova pulled out. Shauna will now fight at your call on the 24th of February. By the way, have you seen Marketplace right now? Well done to the members of the South Tipperary Arts Centre for enhancing Marketplace with some lovely artwork on the hoarding there. Really brightens the place up. And happy birthday to some of our podcast listeners who celebrated their birthday this week. They include Nicola Barnett, Anne-Marie O'Dwyer, Danny Farrell, Marie McMahon from the museum, and our mayor, Richie Malloy. Hope you all had lovely birthdays. So what is coming up this week on the Clomel podcast? I hear you ask. Well, I chat to the man behind those lovely wood carvings on the Blue Way, John Shanahan. News on Wilderness FC's Academy. A 10-miler comes to Kushilan. Kids yoga and lots more on the way. The Clomel podcast. But first, I popped along to the Clonmel Sports Hub and met up with members from the Clonmel Triathlon Club where I first spoke to George Gregory about an event that's coming up there. Yeah, we're the Triathlon Club in Clonmel here and uh, we have a new members opening evening, information in the evening on the 8th of February at 7 to half 8 and uh, we welcome all or anybody interested in triathlon to come along on the evening for some refreshments and some chat with some of the existing members here, some of the experienced triathletes. And, um, uh, you know, if you just want to get involved in a sport or want to know a little bit more about it, we're happy to answer any of those questions. And, you know, it can be a bit of a daunting experience first thinking about triathlon, but we're happy to show you how easy it is. I think for kind of uh, experienced athletes or can beginners maybe learn the whole triathlon thing? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, primarily three sports. So, you know, if you're interested in any one sport, that would be great. Um, and then we can show you and get you involved in the additional sports and you can learn through, um, uh, you know, all older members that we have here that have been in the club many years that have competed in many different events uh, to the top level. And um, just great to come along and get involved. Okay. Is there a fee to join the club? There is a fee. Um, we're affiliated with Triathlon Ireland and, um, you know, there's an affiliation fee with them which covers your race licence for the year and also any insurance needs um, for training with the club and also racing. Um, and then there's a small portion of that that goes to the club 
which is used then to support the events that we run, such as the track here on a Tuesday and Thursday night from half seven to half eight, which is great. And also our coach swimming sessions um, on a Monday and Wednesday evening. And then we run our bike sessions on Sunday mornings. So there's lots to do and um, it's great to be involved. All right. Thank you very much, George. Appreciate that. I'm now joined by Gareth Coleman, the chairperson of the Clonmel Triathlon Club. How long has the club been formed now, Gareth? The club is 10 years old this year. It was founded um, in 2014 by a dedicated group of aspiring triathletes. And it's fantastic that the club has been going for so long because when we first launched, nobody's sure what the future may hold, but we've gone from strength to strength since then. And it's been fantastic for everybody who's been in the club. We have had members represent us at World Championship events. And not only that, but they've also represented us in other triathlons across uh, the globe. And that's the one thing about triathlon is it'll take you to places that perhaps you never would have thought of going to before. And on top of that, you hang out with a great bunch of lads, like-minded individuals, girls and guys, by the way, um, both novices and veterans. And we welcome beginners, especially to Clamel Trotton Club, and we're particularly interested in having them come along on the open night and taking part. Don't be afraid of anything. You don't need any special gear or equipment. Just come along and bring your running gear and your bicycle, and you'll be more than welcome. And what about this facility? It's amazing, isn't it? It's fantastic. It's a fantastic facility, and I always say to the members, it's one of the safest places to run in Clamel during these winter nights. It's lit up. There are no dogs. There are no trees. There are Thank no God, cars. No dogs. And it's been well looked after by Pat here, and we appreciate his, his help in facilitating us. So I encourage all members to come along to the track and great, great runouts here, um, led by our coach, Graham Butler, and he's also here this evening and we might have a word with him and also our race director for our national series event um, and our race director is Lawrence Begley and it'd be good for him to say a few words about our upcoming national series triathlon. Let's run over to the coach actually right now, here he is. Hi Graham, how are you getting on? I'm very well known yourself. Good, thank you. How long have you been coaching here at the, cl- at the club? So I've just kind of taken part with the club here for the last kind of seven or eight months and you, you can see like the the wealth of club enthusiasm that's here. So you've got very much beginners that they've never kind of stepped foot in the pool or anything like that. And they're more than welcome to join all the sessions. And we've got athletes that have, again, as Gareth said, represented at a world level. But it doesn't it doesn't matter where, what level you're competing at. All you gotta do is just come out, throw on your shoes. It's all about having a bit of fun as well at the end of the day. We- Which do you find is the toughest, the swim, the bike, or the run? Uh, to be honest, it, it's all. Is it per- one of those? Oh no, not the swim. It, it's it's kind of a more personal kind of question. Like everybody is different. Some people are, are strong in the water. Some people are strong in the bike, and some people can just run for hours on end. But it's just it's it's all individual, you know. But once you're out there, you you can see the local um, jerseys say, and whether it's fucking two miles up the road or. <laughs> <laughs> or <Does it> say fecking. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Like, yeah. Do you know what, it's it's a great sense of achievement that like you can see other lads that are they have the same goal in mind, and you're out there, you're all achieving the same thing. And have you got chased by many dogs? <laughs> look, it, it happens every now and again, but look, not here anyway. Not, not here, not here, not here. But look, it, it, it it's a thing. It's part and parcel of it. Do you know, you, you do you do come across small little hurdles and things like that. <laughs> okay. <But. laughs> Listen, thank you very much. No worries. Race director Lawrence, welcome to the podcast again. Well, how long have you been in the club? I've been here from the start. I 
uh, started the club with Gareth back in 2014. We were both members of Carrick and Shore Triathlon Club for three or four years uh, or more, and um, we found there was so many people in Clonmel. We decided we would uh, give it a go and see how many would would join our club. So uh, we started that back in 2014, and the Gareth told you about it. it's gone from strength to strength. I was about to ask it. Was there many members when you first started out? I think we had about. 50, 60 and then went up to 80 and even up to 100 at some stages and COVID really was a change for a lot of Mm. sports clubs including ourselves. Yeah, How was the transition then? I mean were you still training? Going out training? um, Well the pool was closed that was a tough one. You could still cycle, you could still uh, run but obviously it was a bit limited and with social distancing Mm. you had to um, abide by the rules but all the races were were off so that was a bit of a bit of a pain didn't dive into sandy banks for the odd swim uh yeah no we continued with that and down to clonay down our open water swimming of course why not have you got a favorite event yourself uh, out of three um finishing <laughs> <laughs> listen thank you very much and just to let you know we're also hosting our um, triathlon again this year which will be our second triathlon we ran our first one last year and this year we have the, the bonus that it is a national series race so it's been chosen about 16 or 18 races in Ireland are chosen to be the uh, um, races at which you can get points and become the national series champion at, at your different age levels um, and also this year we're running it for juniors so from age 12 right up can enter it this year which is a, a first for for us so it's only our second race so we'd really love to see uh, as many local people coming along and doing it we had loads of locals first timers coming last year so do not be afraid um, uh, check our check out our website all the details are on that you can contact us the contact details are there and um, we'll answer any questions that you may have lovely Lawrence thank you very much okay before I finish up let's speak to Patrick the man who keeps the lights on here <laughs> at the Clonmore Sports Hub how, how long you been here Patrick um, I was here since it opened on the what 9th of June last year when Leo Varadkar the Prime Minister opened it um, so did he ever run around the track he walked with, Did he? with the politicians, yes, he, um, but no, there was no run. Although he can do it, he's, he's known to do the odd triathlon. So. Oh, he's fairly fit, isn't he? Yeah, he, he's a big guy, he's a big strong man, and yeah, that's for sure. So he's, uh, he can certainly, I'd say, fly along in the swimming and the bike, I would say, no problems. And tell us about the track run at the moment. Oh, it's a fabulous track. It's a World Athletic Standards um, Mondo surface, so it's an extremely quick track. Um, and we've got, what, four long jump beds, we've got a full cage for discus hammer, javelin run-up, uh, two shot puts, um, and we've also got the steeplechase. So it's an eight-lane World Athletic Standard track, and it's um, an outstanding facility, really. And we're blessed to have it in Clonmel, and it's here for the community and for the region of, uh, I don't know, of Munster, really. So um, my aim is to provide a good service to the to the users, tenants that are, that are here, and also to more exposure to the schools locally um, and also clubs um, around Munster as well to come and avail of the facility whether it's for sprinting or jumps or throws and then even using the Cumbria Mountains etc for um, endurance work as well because absolutely you're blessed here you have no excuse if you want to get to a high level in sport and you're an ambitious young man or woman um, you have everything here on site to achieve. Can anybody come out and use the track? Um, within when I'm here yes mm. yeah, it's, uh, TUS, it's TUS managed and I work for TUS 
um, Tus being Technological University of the Shannon. Um, so if I'm here, if you're public, you want to come in on your own, you just have to fill out um, a little disclaimer and it's seven euros an hour, students five euros. But if the clubs that are resident tenants, there's three, the, the, uh, the triathlon club, the cycling club and the running club. If Your best is to join the clubs and uh, you can use it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Saturday mornings and now Sunday mornings as well. Um, and it's part of your membership. So it's um, a lot better and you have, you know, friends and girls and guys to train and run with and have fun and get fit and compete and enjoy your sports and so it's a great initiative what the guys are doing on the 8th of February uh, the Tri Club using Pavilion as an open evening to encourage you know people to come and try and you know they might be good at it and they might enjoy it and make good friends and have fun as well in the, in the at the same time so it's um let's hope it happens and uh, my aim is to make this place as busy as possible with young people old people and let's say we've got a thousand kilometer or a thousand meter trail around the outside as well for walking which is floodlit all all up to about 11 o'clock at night we've got um, a pump track skate park and a fabulous playground as well for its zip wires so it's um, a fabulous facility you won't find anything anywhere and i've been all over the world this is as good as anything you'll find all right patrick thank you very much Speaking of running, by the way, the Kilsheelan 10-mile run will take place on Sunday, the 17th of March. Race time is 10 a.m. And entry fee is 22.50, which includes online registration. To register, go to wwwkilsheelan 10 mile 2024 slash register. Ellen Park Community are looking for people to get involved and give a helping hand and share ideas on how to make Ellen Park a strong community again. They're also looking for people to help form a committee and need volunteers. Now, for more details, you can email hawkinsjoe884 at gmail.com. That's hawkinsjoe884 at gmail.com. An art exhibition with mixed styles featuring local emerging artists is currently on right now at the Clonmore Library until the 10th of February. All are welcome to come along there. Wilderness Rovers FC are looking at setting up an academy. If you'd like to play and you're aged between 5 and 17 years, make your way to the Wilderness Community Centre tomorrow, Saturday, from 11am to 1pm with your parents who can sign you up. This is open for both boys and girls. For more details go to the Wilderness Rovers Facebook page. Kids Yoga and Mindfulness takes place at the Clarehan Community Hall every Tuesday from 3.45 to 4.45pm for children aged 5 and over. For more details, call this number 087 612 5923. That's 087 612 5923. Now, how about some forest bathing? Well, Nature Therapy Island are holding a forest bathing walk at Crotty's Lake on Sunday the 17th of March and Sunday the 21st of April. More details on their social media pages. County Tipperary Chamber are holding a Clonmel Business Breakfast at the Talbot Hotel on Friday, February the 9th from 8am to 10am. You can register right now at countytipperarychamber.com if interested there. An introduction to Pranic Healing will take place at the Bridge Centre on Wednesday the 7th of February at 7.30pm. The price is €20 and to book your place or to find out more details, call Jenny on this number 086 868 And if it turns out you do like it, you can sign up to their Level 1 course coming to St Oliver's Parish Hall on the 2nd and 3rd of March. Have a look on the 
Chronic Healing Clonmel Facebook page for more. The Southeastern Mental Health Forum are holding a session at the Clonmel Involvement Centre at 25 Gladstone Street on Wednesday, the 14th of February from 5.30 to 7pm. If you'd like to attend or just to find out more, call this number 086-781-2951. That's 086-781-2951 or email semhforum at hse.ie. Now, just to let you know that the old Ferrari is open daily from 8am to 4.30pm in case you want to pop in there for a quick prayer. There's also exposition of the Blessed Sacrament every Monday from 11am to 4pm. On Tuesdays, there's Mass at 10am, followed by the St. Anthony's Novena Confessions on Saturday evening between 4 and 5pm. And Vigil Mass is also on Saturday at 5.30pm. Social dancing to unity will take place at the iconic Feathered Ballroom this coming Sunday, February 4th from 8.30 to 11.30 p.m. Admission is just €10 and teas will also be served there. Marleville JA Club training is back next Wednesday evening. That's the 7th of February at 7.30 p.m. They're also recruiting new junior players for the 2024 hurling season. Get more details on the Marleville JA Club Facebook page. The South Tipperary Parent Hub are holding a free first aid course at the Clonmel Resource Centre Kickham Street on Friday the 16th of February. It's on between 11am and 1pm, limited to 15 people. So to book your place, call Megan on this number 086 0600 589 or email southtip.parentshub at bernardos.ie. The Presentation Secondary School are holding a careers day at their school on Wednesday, the 7th of February. That's next Wednesday. And they're looking for many careers to be represented. If this is something you or your company will be interested in, contact the school on this number, 052-61-23587 or email reception at presclonmel.com. Clonmel Tidy Towns are holding a Clean Clonmel collaboration where they will partner one organisation each month for a two-hour litter-picking event. If your business club or committee group would like to get involved, go to the Clonmel Tidy Towns Facebook page. Creative Coffee Mornings are now back at the South Tipperary Arts Centre, returning on Tuesday the 6th of February at 11am. This is a great way to chat, share ideas, find collaborators and enhance that creativity. Get more details on the South Tipperary Arts Centre social media pages. Don't forget the Clonmel Park Run is back on tomorrow morning Saturday with the Clonmel Park Walk, both starting at 9.30am. Get more details on the Clonmel Park Run Facebook page and enjoy your walk run tomorrow. Clonmel Walkers and Talkers are a social group that meet once a week for a leisurely walk and, you guessed it, talk. All adults and walking abilities welcome, and it happens every Thursday morning at the Clonmel Resource Centre in Kickham Street at 11am. For more information, you can call Mary Ann on this number, 085-271-1689, or email maryannsp at clonmelcrc.ie. A wedding showcase is coming to Raheen House on the 17th of February from 12.30 to 3.30pm. For more information, call this number 052-61-22140 or email raheemmarketing at gmail.com. A one-day play event is coming to Hillview Sports Club on Sunday, the 11th of February with bouncy castles, inflatables, giant games, music and much more. The price is just €10 per child. 
More details and how you can get your tickets at www.electricpartyrentals.ie. The Clummel Podcast Job Spot. Now, jobs this week. Hickey's Bakery in town are looking for a baker. Evening, nighttime hours. Send your CV if interested to hickeysbakery at gmail.com. That's hickeysbakery at gmail.com. Shaw Hall out the Care Road are looking for a truck van mechanic. If interested, email your CV to info at shawhall.ie. The Talbot Hotel are looking for the following staff. Assistant Operations Manager, Swim Teacher and a Breakfast Supervisor. Email your CV to mboyle at talbothotelclonmel.ie. Busy Bees in town are looking for qualified and experienced early years practitioners, full and part-time. Please send your CV to vanessa at busybeesclonmel.com. That's vanessa at busybeesclonmel.com. The Junction Cafe are looking for a kitchen deli assistant, full or part-time. If interested, send your CV to junctioncafe18, that's number 18, at gmail.com. That's junctioncafe18 at gmail.com or drop it in to the restaurant. Pet Planet have a vacancy for a retail assistant. It's part-time. Previous retail experience required. If interested, email your CV to info at petplanet.ie. That's info at petplanet.ie. And finally, Fantasy's Hotel are looking for part-time bar staff with immediate start. Excellent rates, experience desired but not essential. If interested, drop in your CV or email hotelfantasy at outlook.com. If you'd like to advertise a job on the Clonmel Podcast, just email the Clonmel Podcast at gmail.com. Now, time for this week's interview. And I caught up with John Shanahan, the man behind those wood carvings you may see on the Blue Way. The Clonmel Podcast. So if you take a walk along the Blue Way, you'll come to a fantastic house of lots of amazing wood carvings. I'm now joined by the gentleman here on the Clonmel Podcast, John Shanahan. Hello, sir. Hello, <laughs> you back. Yeah. John, I'm amazed by your wood carvings. How long have you been doing these now? Probably 20 years, I'd say, anyway. 20 know. years. Yeah, yeah. We're in a workshop now where all the magic takes place. I'm looking at Sonia O'Sullivan there. Yeah. Um, she's a bit of the worst for women. What happened to Sonia, John? Well, you fell, fell off the wire, the star, <laughs> took her down, along with a few others. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's a connection with Sonia, though, isn't Sonia's, there? Uh, her mother's my first cousin, yeah. Go away, yes, really? Yeah. Has Sonia seen the carvings? Oh no, she hadn't, not at all. Unfortunately, we were down only them. Her mother died there last couple of months ago. Mm. Sonia's mother, Mary, she would have been Mary Sheely, like. she was my first cousin. And just unfortunate that my sister happened to die around at the same time. I'm so we sorry to her. I just be back in July now, actually. And I'm looking in the workshop, Sam Bennett's getting a bit of a refit here, he's, is he, in his bike? Another blowing down, but he's, ah, he'd be all right again, he'll recover. <laughs> <laughs> the latest offering you have for people walking along the Blue Way is the fantastic main guard wood mm, carving. Yeah, that is yeah. beautiful, isn't it? It's just funny, I didn't think that there was that, you know... The detail, though, alone. It's easy enough to do like that. Was it really? <laughs> just, <laughs> I, I don't know, yeah... I was carpenter to be trained like and the roof end of it like probably took you know I'm used to pitched roofs like mm. uh, hips and bellies and I, that's kind of I wasn't I was interested in roofs funny like I kind of I didn't didn't that I specialised in doing roofs but I got the name of being good at the roofs and I got an awful lot of work on it do you know what I mean all my work is after ground you say all my life I'm up in roofs 
you know but even the, though we didn't have the second fix and first fix and the whole lot that's the way carpentry was at the time we'll, we'll get back to that yeah. in a few moments time how yeah. long did the main guard take to do it didn't take me long I suppose it could take a fortnight I suppose maybe Jesus. bits and pieces but if it was at it like full time I haven't made it probably a day I suppose you know anyway yeah. But the detail on there, John, well, is uh, fantastic. Bits and pieces. I uh, I don't plan anything. Like, I don't buy anything. I, I have plenty of bits and pieces. A lot of rubbish around here. I'm looking in the workshop. You've got yeah, lots yeah. of stuff in this workshop, even yeah, though it's exactly, a tidy yeah, yeah, it's a tidy yeah, workshop. Yeah. See, it's, it is tiny, but it's enough to keep us going. Uh, going. Just, uh, my son was at it too, but now he's kind of another job, like, you know. Mm. And he was walking away, but I, I keeps me happy, keeps me occupied, like, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm looking at Rachel Blackmore out the window yes, there, yes, you know, yes. you've got um, Kelly Harrington, I have, uh, Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks, <laughs> yes, yeah, Kerry Taylor and Puck, Puck Fair and, and, um, and tell me Christy Moore, why have you got Christy, Christy Moore there? I would have been knew Christy years ago, and, and she's popular. Christy worked in Tamil and... Played football with Mercedes and I played with him then friendly enough with Christy, yeah. Was he any good? And he would like me, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> We're making up the numbers. <laughs> I used to play a bit of hurling at that time. Mm. We were mad about football and hurling. I wasn't too bad considering that I was able to make the senior teams. I'm not oh. saying in the first 15, but I was... You had to be, you must remember in the 60s, Tipperary were a good hurling team. Mm. We had T.U. Rangers, of course, which was carrying, he was a tank, and you know, he, he could win a match in his own. Amazing player. Uh, amazing player, and I played against the likes of Babs Keaton and Mick Roach and Tom Reinkin, they were all brilliant hurlers, like. But as I say, we wouldn't, wouldn't be in the same cab, but we were seeing the hurlers. And, and you were involved in Marleyfield, is that right? Pardon? Marleyfield? I played with Marleyfield, and I also played with St. Mary's then there, and I played with a team called the Oak. We won the junior championships, we won the intermediate championships, and we won the senior championships. So I can't say that. I, I, I just happened to come at the right time because the other lads were so good. There were a bunch of guys, you know, growing up with that reception. Football and hurling, like, you know. And I just happened to be there, and we were interested in playing there. Do you prefer which did you prefer, John, the football or the hurling? I'd hurling strange enough, like you know. Mm. Yeah, I was a bit better at the hurling than I was at the, the football, you know. Yeah, and a big but, tip uh, supporter, obviously. I was, yeah, at the mm. time back in the sixties, like should we win it? Uh, I learned every second year. Mm. It's hard to believe that. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. If you think of it. I, I think tip one about four at all and maybe see and we were beating a couple. No helmets back What's then, it? John. No, at the time, not afraid of helmets. <laughs> You know, Dr. Mercy and Theo, he used to get caught in off. He'd nearly caught every time, but Theo would nearly go through a wall, like, mm. you know. But well, I got knocks on that, but that that was serious, you know what mm. I mean? Mm. I didn't think it was serious, anyway. The helmets came on then, but I could understand nowadays the speed of the guys nowadays. <laughs> I don't know how long we'd left at them, you know. They're super fit now, well, aren't they, the guys the, today? They're supermen, some of them. And the way they can pass the ball and... Well, I suppose at different times, like, they, they, you know, we done it in our time and mm. that was the way it was, like, you know. So you yeah. you, you were involved in carpentry for many years? I was, yes, I'm, I'm 1966. I did work in town in a, a few jobs. Where was that, John? Working in books. Did you go away? I did, yeah, I did work there. Like, I must have given a second. Before I started serving my time, hmm. yeah. 
You had to do five years, seven at a time with that. My father was a carpenter too, actually, you know. And that's how I Did you learn a lot from your dad? Not really, because he, he'd be working, like, but I'd be with different carpenters, like, you know. Mm. Occasionally. And maybe I did learn a bit. That, like, we had a workshop, he had a workshop at home, like. And mm. We were originally from Anna Green, I think, you know, at the time. Ah, uh, go away. Yes, yeah. And, uh, I was just saying about my dad being from Father Matthew Terrace, yes, living in yeah. Father Matthew Terrace yeah. around Matthew there. Away, he knew them, obviously, the around the corner. Yeah. We went to school together, yeah. That's a strange one. And did you enjoy your days growing up in Ardegrina? Oh, we did, yeah. Oh, of course, it was just a great, you know. Big change for me to... That's it, what's it wasn't really. We're down here now. You know, living here, Mark, sticking very baby on an island with the main road there mm. and the river there. I have no neighbours and... To go that main road is like going across the sea to try and get across. Mm, it's mm. strange, on isn't it? You when know? did you move here to Lagano? About the early 70s. I bought a thatched house, a ferry house. Mm. In about 71 or 2, which is... Mm, long time ago. Now. Yeah. Mm. And we eventually oh, knocked years. it in, in the, about 19... I did it for about three years, I think, and left it, and I started building it. I was able to... To build, to do the whole lot myself, the house, like even as guys marking out and plan, the planning, and you know, got plenty of help of the brother-in-laws. I had a lot of brother-in-laws. I married a huge. <laughs> All oh, right, okay, that's Peggy, good, isn't it? Good family, like I was lucky <laughs> enough that way to be, and she had a lot of bro- brothers and sisters, you know. And to, to give me a great, great house. Everyone got stuck in. The trouble was, they all wanted to be builders at the time. And nobody wanted to mix the stuff. <laughs> and I had to pull them down. As you're mixing concrete, etc. No one living in But we had a good, good crack there doing it, like, you know. And we got it done. I was able to do everything. Apart from the, the plumbing, I got the printing gas and flan mel and Lemia, Lemia and then Bernie and them. And the, and then I feel like I'd make Donnelly and the electrical work. I've done, done most of the, the work. It's beautiful here. I mean, look, yeah. you're overlooking the river there. It must be yeah, gorgeous in the summertime as well. Yeah. They were kind of, it was hard to get planned permission here at the time, but I had an existing house and I kind of looked for the reconstruction and I got it mm. because this would have been changed a lot if otherwise it would be all swept out of it. Well, there are big changes here that Fetchel Station said that wasn't there. There were no, nothing here, only no houses there, even the house across the road. Wasn't. Was the Sheezer's Factory across Jesus the road? Factory was there, yeah, mm. but the house itself wasn't. They only building the house. Right. And we were living here, yeah. And what was the now called Blue Way like back then? The river? Very hard. It was only a bank of a river, a footpath is all this has. A footpath, and there wouldn't, wouldn't be a great crowd, but maybe they would, but we wouldn't have seen. We did see a fair fair, but wouldn't be used as much as it's used nowadays now. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. I mean, the Blue Way's a great thing now, isn't it? It's, it's a great, great amenity. In the summertime, it's very, very popular. But it's just a grand walk, isn't it? It's a lovely walk. Yeah, yeah. And what was it like during COVID time, St. John? Ah, oh, sure, as I say, people up and down, the, the restriction and the limit UK, that people could walk <laughs> from town and that. And I happened to end up the two kilometres from the town. And I used to meet a lot of people that were going, turning back, they were going back. Their walk was limited. Mm. I could do the strict talking because I was stand, I'd be away a bit, at least six feet. From oh, at least, looking down. I would have gone down in people. <laughs> 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 I made a lot of friends. 
<laughs> you know, black hair and over. And of course, people were coming along admiring the wood carving. Oh, yeah, they get a left, get a right, they ask me what you're doing. <laughs> and so then I said, so I keep doing it, like, you know. I'm putting down the time for myself, too, man. You know? And we're glad you yeah, yeah. do keep doing it as well. And I believe back in the day you had a couple of rowing boats on the river, did you? I had, I made, I made a couple of. You boats. made them? I did, oh, I made them up. I did, oh, I made them here, yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, got a bit of a hand from my brother in laws and, and that's like, but I was able to make them, and I couldn't do them a lot. When you're at the game, like the carpentry, I said my time to carpentry and join me, you see, mm. which is nowadays, I think, just completely changed. I mean, the guys nowadays, to be honest about it, they're terrific, mm. some more terrific. Mm. Like. We, had, we, done, we had to do everything along. The lads, they specialise a lot nowadays, like in the different jobs, because like you have cabinet makers and yeah. Well, we'd, we'd done the whole lot, the joinery and all, and like Morris Steve below, I used to work down there for, for a while too. Morris had the joinery shop, like, right. you know, and, and uh, but it's mostly out in the building. And when, as I say, I got the name of the good at the roofs. It's Did like you mind going up on the roofs at all, John? No, no, and to the present day now, mm. even though I'm 80, I'm over 80. I, I, go away. I still feel, but I know that that's foolish, Mark. I've been cut myself. Right. Because they tell me they would leave me up on the roof anyway. Yeah. But I feel I could still walk up, up or down the roof. You get, you get your, your legs, you get kind of accustomed to going up valleys, mm. going up ridges, up, and you know what I mean? <laughs> Putting up jack rafters or whatever you'd be doing up on the roof. Would you go up extremely high sometimes? Uh, oh, God, you would. You could go fairly high now. Didn't that, uh, maybe I might be afraid to going up a couple of hundred feet, but. For the roof, they wouldn't ever be that terrible high. A two-story mm. building, maybe three mm. or the most. I wouldn't consider them, kind of. But nowadays, like with scaffolding that around the things. But we went up to... It's all health and safety these days, John. Oh, it is, it is, it is of course. It makes it different better. back in the day, I'd it's say. Different now, now, to be honest with you, yeah. <laughs> but th- times change, it's like everything, isn't it? Do you know it is, it is, you know. Yeah. See, I was kind of able to plan a roof, if you know what I mean. I just mm. had the taste for it, I don't know how it's... That's why for the pitch, pitches and the flat roofs come in there in the 60s and the whole country started to do flat roofs. Which were a big mistake. Big mistake. Mm. Oh, you remember the houses out in Gurtmalogue there? I do. Sir. I actually, what would you believe it? I worked in Gurtmalogue. Go away. I worked in... This is what happened now, dear. That, there's an example for you. Have, you hit it now. Now, I got an awful lot of work putting pitch roofs, stated roofs and tiled roofs up over... Flat roofs that had been done, felted and all this, all started to leak after 10, 15 mm, years, mm. you know, and used to get the flat roofs. we go in the two valleys into it, hips. I was really good at that, you know, mm, and mm, that's what I got the name. And then when they started to give trouble, started to leak, as you were saying. They were appearing for a few years, even before they decided, geez, we can't keep mm. this. It's a house, but even those houses looked very strange at Gertmalogue. You'd be driving by going, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah at, at that time, yeah. But the grand new, they, they done all new roofs and doors. Mm. Pitched roofs and, you know, yeah. What about school days, John? Where'd you go to school? Uh, well, I went to the, uh, Peter and Paul's. It was called the week. It was called the old school. Peter and Paul's the high school. Yeah, and I went to the tech. Went to the tech as well? I did. I gave a 12 months to the tech. Kind of a Good days for you at school? Do you enjoy your days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't met him at school at all. Never. I remember my dad saying when he went to school, he had, what was it? Uh, no shoes in his feet and no house in his pants. <laughs> that's impossible. That's the way to go. You're looking at the 50s there now. Yeah. 50s, yeah. 40s, you know. Did you leave school early at all? 
Uh, I did. You finished, suppose you, nowadays you're classing early, but I went, I went under, I'd done the primary and I went a couple of years in the high school, but mm. that was about it. It shouldn't be class and a year in the tech. Mm. Now, back then, it was reasonable education, you know what I mean? Mm. We were, uh, that's the way, uh, all round we could say, uh, well, there were a lot of went on to do the leaving and uh, college and all that, but I didn't ever go through any of that. that so what happened then after leaving school? Where did you go? I just say, I went to working in Burks, I was baking right, yeah. for a while. And then, it was always only kind of temporary, like, you know, as I say, was, I wasn't mad about it. I kind of started at the carpentry, but then I kind of gave it up. I was young, I suppose, and we were mad about like a few drinks and smoking <laughs> and what have you. And Woodbines, John. I wanted more money, like you see, it. <laughs> but then I went back to the carpentry. So I went mm. back. Money was very small when you're serving your time. Yeah, <laughs> which it always was, wasn't it? I can remember actually it was about 33 shillings. Go away. A week there were shillings in the old money, mm, like, mm, you know, mm. the carpentry. Then every second year you get your rise, then as you kind of, five years in you. Matty Cabin was then working there for a while. I sure I worked for nearly all the builders around. And in fact, I worked for some of the some of the builders nowadays, they worked with me. Mm. Mm. I, I, I won't name any names. <laughs> 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 we worked together, I put it that But they, they went on to become very well known and mm. done well out I did I I not complained about I didn't ever make money I said doing it like I I, I wasn't the businessman, I put it out for man, you know mm. what I mean? But I, did, I made a wage and <laughs> we raised the family. Yeah. And, and you mentioned about, um, you know, you like to go for a drink. Where did you where did you go oh, for a drink that, in town back uh, in the day? At that time, uh, Jim Gleeson. There was several different... At that time, there was a lot of pubs in town. There was a lot of pubs in town back and in the day. You're seeing the faces nowadays compared to... I used to go around to few... The coachman, you could put mm. uh, uh, Jerry Chalks, even before Jerry Chalks. Would you hop into Magnus there up the top of the road? Uh, Magnus, yeah, Magnus, where he used to go there. Mm. I said, hey, we'd go to Latin, we didn't stick to. Remember one. John O'Mahony used to be the barman in there years ago? Remember John? Johnny, yeah, Johnny Manny. Yeah, I did with all the Mannies. Johnny and then his, his brother Mick, Mick Manny, Big Tall Mick. Yeah, I did, and knew him all, all those, yeah. I did, I went to all the. Pubs. Different town back then, though, wasn't it, as well? Yeah, just quite completely different. Cheers, mm. yeah. I'd say there's probably half those pubs are gone, mm. gone now since, you know. Which is sad to yeah. see, isn't it, John, when yeah. you look at it that way? It is, John, well, just, the whole world was different, I suppose, back in the time. Change for the market, you know? They certainly yeah. do, they certainly yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting back to the, your, your fantastic wood carvings here. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're so... the trees, I look at the trees, and that's a bunch of simple... Do you have a favourite amongst them all? That really, um, no, I don't. Are you very proud of the main guard you did? What? Oh, yeah, but I'm, I'm delighted that people like it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm kind of amazed that that people would like that, you know. Because mm. it's only the front, it's only the face, it's only the cut, cut out of the arches, and, you know what I mean? The whole thing is to make the thing in proportion, like today. I think also you know I mean? because we're, we're used to seeing. 
figures really aren't we we're yeah, looking yeah. at you know you look yeah, at your Sonia yeah, yeah. and your Rachel yeah. Blackmores yeah. and I think when we saw the main guard and the first time I saw it was someone had it on social media went oh my god that looks fantastic yeah. you know yeah. and now to see it here in the flesh it's yeah. even more amazing looking yeah, someone said to me the early on when they put it up yes you know, that's a great job they said I said there's only artists like you know and I don't know pillars like there were a few dowel rods there. I had dowel chairs, and I said, pillars like, I'll make. And then, uh, you know, they're only dowel rods, half inch dowel rods. I'll make the building in proportion to that, like, because that's the hard, that was the hard part. Mm. <laughs> the windows only caught out, and they got a little bit of perspex and stuff. But it looks the thing, and that's what people. And did you do that from a photograph, was it? I did an old photograph. But then I went in and had a look at it, and I took a photo of it. Fantastic. Yeah, and that's what you can do with the phones. And th that was probably the best best thing I'd done. I'd done Anything else yeah. planned, John? Huh? Anything else in the pipeline that you might be working on or thinking about working Whatever on? Whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, I wouldn't be into producing stuff like that. <laughs> if anyone asked me started to make something, like, I, I, I'd be worthy enough. Like, mm. Might and turn out, might and be, you know, <laughs> if, I, if I make it, it don't look all right. So they sort of side and they can carry on. Like that, like, you know, I, that's why I I'm looking at a bit, of a, like bit of a branch of a tree there. So I make that, yeah. Might get some of the bears for the bicycle there for Sam. Bennett, yeah, we were saying earlier that Sam... But these are shook, like, you know, yeah. place Sam Bennett's bike, is it uh, due to the storm, was it? Yeah. That's, he got damaged? Storm, they fell off the bodies. That's the danger there, like, for, as I say, and not too pushed either. Mm. Or people say to me, if they're taken, if they're taken, they're taken. And anyway, if they, people, You'd want to be very tall to take those. The only <laughs> I'd like to see him taken is <laughs> you? people like to see him, you know. And we love seeing them. Yeah. You know, we, we love seeing them. They're... When you, as I said, when you're walking along and you, you're looking at the river and all of a sudden you come across your house and your display and you're thinking, wow, look at this. This is a fantastic. Yeah, I'm sure tourists. Do you ever get any tourists going by at did, all? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Had to take them forward to the night. Yeah. 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 There's a, a daughter, a granddaughter of mine, she's in Australia. She's only done the day. Olivia might have been talking. Mm. She, she pulled up the fort. So she said it. Was she in contact with you, or were you in contact? With no, I, I, I uh, yeah. no, not not with me anyway. Yes, I, I happen to see your your photograph. Have seen in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> There's a crib there now. Yeah, I took it in the other day. Ah, oh, you got a crib yeah, as well in the workshop. So that that was out for Christmas, obviously. That, that got a bit of a toss too, you know, the storm. I cut in the storm with three or four of them. There. There's a big tower yeah. behind you yeah. there. What's that tower that's there? The, yeah, that's, that's the Shanahan Tower, but it's a different tower, but it's the Shanahan. The Shanahan. <laughs> Your own tower? Yet again, I thought I might want to extend it. I mean, the detail. You've got a spiral staircase going through the tower. I have, yeah, yeah. Kind of made in proportion, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm looking over to the left, you've got this amazing ship. Mm -hmm. That is yeah. beautiful. The Laganor, you've called it. The Laganor, just have my address here, yeah. You have yeah. to get a bottle yeah. now to smash against the uh, side of it to launch it, you know that. Are you going to try putting that in the river? <laughs> I don't know. No, I, you'd have... It probably wouldn't. Unless you had the fin underneath it, like, what are you going to do, like? It'd be too big then. For sailing, like. I know I don't do it. You know. 
Yeah. All your years in all your years in Clonmel, John. Do you have a favourite place or part of Clonmel at all? Would it be here? Well, it is, I suppose. Now at this stage, it is. Mm, yeah. <laughs> It'll have to be there. <laughs> yeah, we're like you know, we're probably as it is, as you could say. Like as I was saying, to you, mm. it's a bit like an island. Mm. I mean, you, you know yourself. But we have people coming all the time. Like, yeah. Everyone cares and that nowadays, you know. Wasn't there a shop along here years ago? There is, a, yeah, but it's down below Billy Etchings, below the corner. That's the nearest, yeah, that was on there. That used to be a, there, there was a shop. It was a house, there, yeah. a house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's a still there, the house, but the shop is not gone. That's gone years ago. That was a big yeah. thing years ago, too. Remember oh, that? Yeah. A lot of these little mini shops. Like, that's the yeah, that's very house below there, mm. yeah. yeah. The nearest, my next door neighbour now, you could say it would be the petrol station. Jocks, we used to call it. Wanted. Eddie Dillon have it now inside that. Mm. And that side, and Billy Atkins, and that side, they're, they're kind of half mile away mm. from me. Mm. John Cummins, did you know him, Mark, by any chance? Name rings a bell. He, he used to have a mechanical place, so John mm. died, of course, like, and he had that going for years. And then, of course, Richie Strang down the road. Richie Strang, yeah. definitely. And John Elwood would be up further up in the corner. John Elwood would have a shop in down. That's yeah. right. John is living up there. As I said, they're our neighbours, and like, should we hardly ever meet? <laughs> We all get on fairly, you know, well, but, you know, that's the way it is, I guess. Yeah. Well, listen, can I just say, keep making the wood carvings because we yeah, love them. Yeah. And it's been an absolute pleasure speaking yeah. to you, John and Shanahan. You too, yeah. Thank you yeah. very much, yeah. sir. Yeah. The Clonmel Podcast. Thank you, John. So there we have it. That is the Clonmel Podcast for this Friday, the 2nd of February. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to get in contact, you can email the Clonmel Podcast at gmail.com. Could be about anything at all. Maybe you want to come on the podcast. You'll also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and X, and on the website, www.theclonmelpodcast.com. Enjoy your bank holiday weekend, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Clonmel Podcast with Mark Whelan. Produced by West 10 Audio Productions. Your town, your podcast.